God bless you and happy Monday to you. Welcome back to the Love Thy Neighbor podcast with your host, Apostle Anthony Wilson. Today's episode, we're going to dive in to the power of humility. Uh, Humility is the secret sauce. It's the missing ingredient. It's the one thing that people overlook, but it should be the most important thing in their walk with God. If you want to be successful in your walk with God and building the momentum to growing into the individual that God has called you to be, then you're going to have to add a lot of humility. And so today we're going to dive into the power of building momentum through humility. I'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. God bless you. Happy Monday. It's Apostle Anthony Wilson. Love thy neighbor podcast. Oh, man. I hope you guys have enjoyed your weekend. I hope you had as much fun and excitement as I did over the weekend. I got to travel this weekend. Um, Flew into Vegas with my wife and met up with my daughter. And then we drove up to St. George to watch our son play college football for CSU Pueblo versus uh, Dixie State. Awesome, awesome atmosphere. Now, it was hot. I don't know those of you that are uh, in places like California, Vegas, you guys are used to that type of heat, but it definitely was hot, a lot hotter than it is in Colorado at this particular time of year. I really enjoyed our weekend, but it didn't stop there. Had a powerful service on Sunday and then got to get out into the community. Uh, Shout out to my good friend, uh, Minister Rudy. Uh, Awesome, awesome man of God, full of energy and fire for the Lord. Uh, We went out to the block party uh, out in Thornton, and we just got an opportunity to just be a blessing to the community. The people were wonderful. The atmosphere was amazing, amazing, amazing. And and I really believe that it's important um, that we find ourselves in places where we are just serving for the sake of serving and loving on people. Uh, It was just an enjoyable, enjoyable time. And so we just thank God that we have this opportunity this morning to come and speak to you. Uh, I pray that this Monday, you are excited about the possibilities for this week, that you are ready and excited uh, to go and accomplish the goals and the visions and the dreams that God has placed inside of you, uh, the mission that he has on your heart uh, to grow uh, and to become everything that God desires for you to be. Our subject today uh, is humility. Uh, Humility is one of those things that a lot of people Uh, overlook. They know it's important. They know that they should be humble. They read through scriptures. As a matter of fact, according to uh, the dictionary of biblical imagery, uh, the terminology for humility is used over a hundred times in the Bible. There's all different uh, reflections of what it means to be humble. We see it throughout scripture. We even see it in our Lord and Savior. According to Philippians chapter two and verse five, the Bible says, let this same mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. And it goes on to describe how he humbled himself, being equal with God, not thinking it robbery, but humbled himself to the form of a servant, even dying on the cross for our sins. And that is the ultimate humility, because 
He allowed himself to be humiliated so that we could receive eternal life. Oh, I know you ought to praise God for that. Um, that is an incredible thing that we ought to be excited and we ought to know that man without that, if it had not been for the death of Christ, we would not have the opportunity to know God the way that we know him. Humility, uh, according to John MacArthur, is the first law of ministry. In John chapter three and verse 30, John the Baptist is in the midst, the height of his ministry. He is doing great things. He's got an incredible following. He's made enemies. He's made followers. I mean, there's all kinds of people that know who John the Baptist is. And at that peak of his notoriety and popularity, John the Baptist says in John chapter three and verse 30, that he, meaning Jesus, must increase, but I must decrease. His disciples were bewildered because they were thinking, John, you're doing so good. Uh, People are following you. They're coming to you. They're being baptized. And now I start seeing people go to this other guy, the guy you testified about, that now they're going to him to be baptized. And John the Baptist never flinched. He said that he, meaning Jesus, must increase, but I must decrease. As we go through our life, and we look at the things that we believe that we want to accomplish. If we put Jesus first, we put God first, we are activating the power of God in our life because it's not by our might nor by our power, but it's by his spirit. There's a lot of things that we're trying to accomplish in our strength. We're trying to fix our marriages in our strength. We're trying to climb the corporate ladder in our strength. We're trying to build our businesses in our strength. We're trying to build our ministries in our strength. We are looking for every strategy, every tip. And there's nothing wrong with strategies and tips. But the greatest strategy, the greatest tip, the greatest uh, uh, secret, if if you may, uh, that we really need to have is humility. One of the things that I want to share with you is that humility has the ability to position us for three things, very important things. And the first one is honor. The Bible says that uh, in Proverbs chapter 15 and verse 33, that shame comes to those that are full of pride, but honor comes to those who have humility says the exact same thing in Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 12, that pride brings about a fall, but humility brings honor. Why is this so important? Because God resists the proud and he gives grace to the humble. It seems like God is on the side of those who will humble themselves and say, God, I don't know. I don't know how to be a good husband. I don't know how to be a good father. I don't know how to be a good pastor. I don't know how to be a good friend. I don't know how to be a good minister. Lord, I want to sit at your feet and learn and be taught and grow uh, to the level that you want me to grow to. Not the level that other people see for me, but I want to grow to the heights that you want me to grow to. In James chapter four, and I believe it's verse 10, he says, humble yourself under the hand of God, and he will lift you up. I want God to lift me up. I don't want to be lifted up because of my skill. 
I want God to lift me up when my skill is ready for the stage that he has for me. I don't want to be lifted up because I have all the degrees to be at a certain place. I want those degrees to help me when God places me where he wants me. I don't want to be lifted up because I have all the money and the talent and all these things that people are clamoring for. I want to be lifted up when God lifts me up because when he puts me where I'm supposed to be, the Bible says that promotion uh, doesn't come from the east, west, north or south, but promotion comes from the Lord. How many out there want to be promoted by God? <laughs> yeah, I know men can promote you, but if men promote you, then men can bring you back down. But if God promotes you, then nobody can bring you down. You got to get to that place where God promotes you. Humility is dependence on God. It is also respect for people. And so humility allows us to receive honor. A lot of times we're not in the place of honor because we don't know how to honor others. We know how to praise God. We know how to give God glory. But a lot of times we're not humble enough to give other people the respect that is worthy of what God has done in our life. We want to extend grace to everybody around us. And grace is the outpouring of the overflow of humility in your life. You've got to look up and say, God, you've been so good to me that I'm going to be good to other people. And what this does is allows you to respect and honor people. And when you respect and honor the people around you, they'll respect and honor you. I guarantee it. There's a lot of people that it's their arrogance that puts them in positions where, yes, they will succeed to a certain extent. But in their success, there are people that are holding them back because they don't have honor. They don't understand honor. When you honor people and you're respectful to people, it seems like they'll push you to the front of the line. People will want you to succeed uh, just because of how humble you are how honorable you are. And so the Bible is clear that it is humility that comes before honor. Before elevation, there has to be humility. Uh, in Matthew uh, chapter 12, or chapter 23, and verse 12, the Bible says, if you honor yourself, <laughs> if you exalt yourself, then that's all the exaltation you'll get. But if God exalts you, if you stay humble, then God will exalt you. You want to be exalted by God. You want him to lift you up and place you into the places where he wants you to be. It's important because God, again, resists the proud. God is in opposition to you when you're being prideful, when you're being arrogant, when you're at a place where it's all about me. And God, I need you to do for me. Uh, I need you to uh, uh, serve me. Uh, me and my wife were talking this morning about the temptations of Christ. And in those temptations, there's a very uh, interesting one where the devil wants to tell Jesus to throw himself off of a cliff. Now, that is the ultimate <laughs> picture of a person that says God uh, exists to serve me, that I'll go and just do something reckless in order for God to rush in and help me. Uh, but Jesus, you know, he had to come back at Satan and let him know that we don't tempt the Lord our God. You know, we serve him. He doesn't serve us. Now, if we were to stumble and fall, God would catch us. But if we were to go and do it on our own, if we were to do it because, oh, I believe that God will take care of me. 
Uh, I believe that he'll forgive me. So I'll go out here and do whatever I want to do. That's not humility. That's pride. That's arrogance. That's putting yourself in such a high position that you are so important that you can go out and do things wrong and make mistakes and put yourself in harm's way and expect God to deliver you. Now, what's interesting is that humility positions us for honor. It positions us for elevation uh, because he said he would exalt you. Uh, if, he, if you humble yourself, then God will lift you up. But it also positions you for great wisdom. There is no greater wisdom than the wisdom that comes through humility. Most people who are very wise are very humble people. Uh, one of the things that you notice in wise people is there's a gentleness there's a self-control there's a peace about them that other people don't have you know why because they trust in the lord they're dependent upon god in james chapter 3 in verse 13 it says who is wise and understanding among you let him show by good conduct that his works are done in the meekness of wisdom wow Verse 17 in John chapter 3 says this, But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. This type of wisdom is the wisdom that comes from God. There's a pureness to it. There's not an arrogance. There's not an self-exhortation to it. It is the wisdom that comes from saying, God, I don't know. One of the hardest things for people to, to, to say is, God, I don't know. I don't know how to do this. I don't know what I should do in these situations. The Bible says that if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives liberally, liberally to all men and doesn't hold anything back. But you will become more wise when you become more humble. When you get to the place where you understand that God, I need you. I need you in every decision. I need you in every situation. Oh man, there's so many times where I did not have the answers. I did not know what to do. And I had to fall on my knees and I had to pray and ask the Lord. I had to seek God in his word. I had to be uh, a person that sought after wise counsel. You got to have people around you that you can listen to. That, that are deeper than you, <laughs> that know more Bible than you, that fast more than you, that pray more than you. I know you want to be the big dog, right? You want to be the one that prays the most and fasts the most and knows the most scripture and knows the most Greek and Hebrew and Aramaic. But you got to have people around you that have uh, done this thing more su successfully than you have so that they can pour into you. I know I uh, reach out from time to time, I have things that are just so heavy and so difficult that I've got to reach out uh, to, to my mentor and spiritual father, Apostle Phil Smith uh, from Colorado Christian Fellowship right out here in, in uh, Colorado. Uh, it is amazing when you can sit down and somebody can begin to talk to you and things begin to click. See, only the humble people can receive wise counsel from others. There's so many times where, you know, I get to sit down with those that I'm discipling and that those that I'm mentoring 
and I begin to speak and I see things begin to click. But there's times where I have to sit down and have a conversation and let somebody speak into me and then things begin to click. Even peer-to-peer relationships. Sometimes it's not somebody who uh, has more accomplishments than you. They just have different accomplishments than you. Because when you're humble, you uh, can hear and learn from anybody. It could be a child. They may say something that is so profound. They don't even know what they said. But when you're humble enough to listen and hear, oh, my goodness, wisdom just flows into you. You attract wisdom when you're humble. Uh, There's something about humility that allows you to attract wisdom. Uh, You pick up on things that other people don't pick up on because you don't think you know it all. The people who think they know it all, they really don't know anything. And the people who don't, who know they don't know it all, God will show them everything. And so we got to get to the place where we stay humble. Some of you are going through some challenges in your marriage, in your ministry, in your finances, on your job. The key to inviting God into that challenge. Oh God, this is so good. The key to inviting God into your challenging situation is that you humble yourself. When you humble yourself, then God can begin to elevate you and lift you up out of the circumstance that you're in. When you humble yourself, God's hand stretches out immediately to lift you up, to bring you up and out of whatever circumstance. And he may do it through wisdom. He may do it through knowledge. He may do it through miraculous means. Anybody ever had a miracle happen in your life that you were at a place where you did not know how, what, when you had no, (laughs) no idea how you were going to get out of the jam that you were in. And it was the power of humility that allowed God to step into your situation and lift you up. Oh, thank God for his presence in our life. And so humility is the key to honor. Humility is the key to elevation. Humility is the key to growing in wisdom. The wisest people in the world usually are also the most humble people. The most arrogant people in the world, they may succeed in worldly, material things, but in spiritual understanding and depth They miss those things. That's why the Bible says in Psalms 1.1, blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly because ungodly wisdom is going to be arrogant. It's going to be uh, full of self. Watch this. Uh, James chapter 3 and verse 14. But if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your heart, do not boast and lie against the truth. This wisdom does not descend from above, but it is earthly, sensual, and demonic. For where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and everything evil is there. You don't want to receive wisdom from people who are operating in envy and self-seeking. They are all about themselves. They're all about elevating themselves. And you can sense it when there's a selfish ambition because it feels different than the gentle, pure, peaceable, willing uh, to yield, the impartial, uh, without hypocrisy, that wisdom that is not 
double standard. It's really focused on what the Lord is saying. You can tell the difference when someone's pushing you to a place where you're focusing on self. Oh, because it's easy to focus on self. We talked about it this past Sunday. No man has ever hated his own flesh, but he loves it and cherishes it. Uh, You're always going to look out for number one. But true humility puts you in a place where you're serving others. And as you serve others, God exalts you. As you be a blessing to other people, God elevates you. I'm going to give you one more scripture and then I'm going to let you go because I know you got to get back to work. You got to get back uh, to your day. And this scripture is so powerful because we read it, but we don't connect it to what God is saying for us in our lives. In Matthew chapter 20, uh, verse 27 and 28, it says, whoever desires to be first among you, let him be your slave. Just as the son of man did not come to serve, but to serve and give his life as a ransom for many. Jesus understood that it was going to be his sacrifice that was going to cause the greatest elevation. When you focus on making the people around you successful, you become successful because God then elevates you. When you focus on empowering people instead of empowering yourself and getting yourself. I'm not saying don't work on yourself. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying don't just look out for your interests, but look out for the interests of others. That's what Philippians uh, chapter two and verse four says. So focus today, this week. What are the relationships, situations uh, that you have to humble yourself? There may be a situation on your job. You're going to have to humble yourself and trust God. There may be a situation in your marriage that you're going to humble, have to humble yourself and trust God. There may be a situation in your ministry where you're going to have to humble yourself and trust God this week. I want to see God elevate you. I want to see God pour out his wisdom and understanding into you. I want to see God honor you because you find yourself walking in humility. Now, you know how I do it. I want to pray for you uh, before we get off of here, uh, because I feel the power of God even moving, even as we're talking right now. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray for every person listening. No matter how they're listening, they may be driving in their car, they may be sitting at home, they may be uh, sitting in front of their phone and just letting this play. I pray right now in the name of Jesus that the power of God would be upon their life. And as they humble themselves and they put themselves in a position where they are poor in spirit, you said, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Let all of your resources, hey God, go towards them. Let all of your wisdom flow through them. God, whatever they need, God, as they uh, humble themselves, send the grace, the undeserved, unmerited, unearned blessing and empowerment of God to them right now. God, I want you to get them through this week in the name of Jesus with a testimony of how they humbled themselves and God, you lifted them up at the right time. And so God, I thank you for every listener. I thank you for every supporter. I thank you for every individual that will hear this. I pray that the power of humility will give them the momentum to just run through every obstacle that they face this week. In the mighty and master's name of Jesus Christ, we pray. 
thank God. Amen. And amen. Thank you so much for listening. I pray that you would continue to tune in, that you would share this with other people. Uh, if you want to support us, if you want to support us, I can send you the link. If you haven't already received the link, I can send you the link again. We always need your help. We're trying to grow this ministry. We're trying to uh, grow it to a platform where we can touch more places at more times. Man, the power of social media allows us to be in one place and touch the entire world. And so help me reach the world with the message of Christ, with the word of God to equip, empower and encourage teaching people to love God first and then love their neighbor as themselves. God bless you. I pray that you would have a blessed and fruitful week in Jesus name.